Welcome back to the Big Sauce Podcast. Today, Alec, me, and Sahir are going to be talking about the play-in tournament that starts today and goes through the 21st. So let's start it off. Pacers versus Hornets. The Pacers are the 10th seed. The Hornets are the 9th seed, so that means this game will be in Charlotte, giving the Hornets a home home advantage. So basically, the problem with the, for the Pacers is half their roster is questionable or out a big name their biggest name Karis Levert is out I guess you could argue that Sabonis is a bigger name but he's also questionable at this moment I think I, I they haven't released the starting lineup the game is about to start as we're recording right now but Alec I'll let you take it first what are your thoughts on this uh, Pacers Hornets game and how do you think these injuries are going to affect the game um, so I think I think they recently cleared Sabonis to play. So Sabonis is playing. Levert obviously can't play. Um, in Brogdon, Brogdon is also playing. So I think their biggest, uh, obviously the people who are playing who are questionable might not be to their full strength. Some of it was for COVID clearing, but also Sabonis had something going on injury related. I don't even know to be honest. But what I think, I think that they're going to lack a bit of that, you know, that, that scoring to stop to stop cold streaks. You know, at one point, uh, they won't be able to put the ball in the basket, and that's what Karis LeVert brings. And I think they're going to lack that. Otherwise, I, th- I think they're a really complete team in terms of playmaking, and defensively, their coach, Nate Bjorken, has done a pretty good job. So I think they're just going to lack that, you know, that, that scoring that only certain players can bring, like Karis LeVert. So... There's been a lot of conversation about the coach recently. He's been getting in fights with the players. so And like on the bench, they don't want to play for him. It, it's a pretty rough situation, especially to end the season on the way, the way that they did, losing and dropping a couple games. But I think the Hornets should be able to pull out just because they have more bodies. And I would want them to win this game because just having LaMelo and... Terry Rozier, that backcourt is one of the most exciting in the NBA. So I would like them to to win this game and play another game, not have their season end right here. But Sahir, what do you think about this game, and who do you have winning it? Um, I have the Hornets winning it um, just because right now, obviously the Pacers are nowhere near their full strength. If you look at their um, roster right now, it's just really bad this season. Um, like for example, Warren's out. One of their leading scorers, score, like as Alex said, scoring is going to be a huge problem with them. Um, Levert is out from safety, um, health and safety protocols, and a lot of others are just playing through injury. So I think that the Pacers are in a really unfortunate position where they should be able to beat them, but it's going to be very hard. And I, again, as you said, Trish, I would love to see Lamelo Ball and like his star power. Just um, even though he's just a rookie in the playoffs. It's going to be amazing. I really hope the Hornets win. And also, I have them as my um, favorite to win this matchup. Yeah. Let's yeah move can on. I add something? Yeah, add something. Real quick? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, obviously, uh, scoring is like one-on-one scoring, you know, just being able to generate that for one person, being able to generate their own buckets might be difficult. Um, Pacers, like, they don't lack playmaking at all. So this game, it might just come down to, you know, just who shoots the ball better. And uh, both teams are pretty good three-point shooting teams. 
And I think that the biggest weakness for the Hornets is they're... I mean, they're, both teams are kind of on a cold streak, but especially the Hornets, they've dropped a lot recently. And then in these playoff games, uh, or play-in, I guess, that's kind of like where you want your... That's kind of where age shows, uh, you know? And Hornets are a relatively young team. Their best players are all, like, under 27. You know, Terry Rozier is probably, like, their best player who has at least any age. And he's 27 years old. And... Uh, I would say the the Pacers are just a more mature team, I guess, in that sense. So that's why I have the Pacers winning. Yeah. Let's move on to the next matchup. Alec, I'll let you take this one. The Wizards versus Celtics in Boston. You're a pretty big uh, Wizards fan because of Russ, I guess. But I'll let you take it from here. Yeah, so for obvious reasons, I want the Wizards to win, right? And... Uh, although, although I have heard a lot of Wizards fans or Russ fans say that they want to lose this Celtics matchup because they don't want to play the two seed, which is the Nets. They'd much rather play uh, Sixers, which is the one seed. So they, they, they're planning to lose, or they what they want to happen in the perfect world is to lose this game and then actually win the next game. But I think that's, I think that's kind of stupid because, A, even if we, do, if we do lose this game, it's not 100% sure that we'll... Uh, beat the Hornets or Pacers as, as much confidence as I have in our Wizards, right? They, you just never know, and that's not it's not worth it to put the playoffs on the line just for a better seating. And secondly, I think we actually match up better against the Nets just because the big problem with uh, the Wizards is they have like some garbage centers. Dude, Gafford is the only good one, and for some reason Scott Brooks doesn't want to play him more than twenty minutes, right? So how are they going to stop Joel Embiid? Not really sure, to be honest. Uh, so I'd I'd actually rather play the Nets. So I, I'm hoping that they beat the Celtics. So here, what do you think about this matchup between the Wizards and the Celtics? I think it's a, it's going to be a pretty close game. But what what do you think is like the biggest factors for each team to win this game? Yeah, this is going to be a very interesting um, game. Obviously, I'll touch on the point that Alec mentioned, like this whole idea with purposely um, losing the first game and then trying to win the second game and then uh, get seated with the Sixers instead of the Nets. Um, I actually don't really like that. I mean, it's an option, of course, but I don't really agree with it because um, let's say you um, you lose the first game, but you also lose the second game. Now what? You're not even in the playoffs at all. And I think you just have to give it your best every game to just try to make the playoffs because all in all, that's what the plan is supposed to be. For the teams that are just um through seven through ten, just trying to make the playoffs, and um as for the biggest factors, I mean obviously um Russell Westbrook he's gonna have insane stats, but can the stats help his team? <laughs> and will Bradley Beal continue to um continue to just have a phenomenal scoring season? And um also just the rest of the play- players like David Bertans, everyone just showing up, and yeah. Um, Can I touch up on that? Yeah. Sorry, not to cut you off. All right, so first of all, you triggered me uh, <laughs> by, by saying, well, will the stats, like, matter, right? Because in, in my opinion, uh, they always matter. But second of all, I think what you said was completely right. <laughs> About uh, the Bradley Beal, like, his scoring. Uh, he's going to need to put up a nice scoring night in I'm doubtful whether that can happen, not because of his ability to score, but because of his hamstring. Which yeah. Yesterday, he, he even said that he regretted playing, but he or not yesterday, last time they played, 
he ended up playing, and it was not one of his best nights, right? And you could tell. Yeah. So we'll just hope that – I just have to hope that that doesn't affect him as much. And secondly, you also said, will the role player show up? And I completely – like, that's completely true. That needs to happen, right? And last time, one of the willing forces that kind of pulled us back into the game was actually, like, Robin Lopez was doing amazing offensively, and so was Davis Bertans. So if the Wizards want to win, they really need the role players. Um, yeah. On that note about that game, Jalen Brown is out for the season, and the Wizards uh, have two stars. I would I would say in Bradley Beal, Russell Westbrook, and I don't think you can consider Kemba Walker a star anymore. So no. it's just Jason Tatum versus those two. Jason Tatum is going, in my opinion, going to be a future superstar, but Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal are already at that mark. So it's going to be a well, I think the Celtics will get star powered over, and I I project that they will lose this game, and have to play the winner of the Hornets Pacers game. So now let's move on to the Western Conference. Start off with the nine ten game. Grizzlies at nine, Spurs at ten. So here, I'll let you take it from here. The Western Conference, man, it's just so competitive. Um, every season, and especially this season, this is probably the most competitive Western Conference we've ever seen. And starting it off with the two matchups, obviously we have the Warriors one, which I'm looking forward to at Wednesday night at 7 o'clock Western. And um, the other one, I think the, uh, excuse me, the Spurs and uh, Spurs and Grizzlies matchup, that's going to be interesting because those two teams, they have basically everything to lose. They have to win two games in a row. And for the Spurs, man, um, I think I have the Spurs winning this one because uh, Memphis has a great team, but they're also really young. While it's like the polar opposite for the Spurs, they have like a team with almost all of them veterans, and they have like a, an insane coach and Greg Popovich. So I have the Spurs um, beating the uh, Grizzlies, and obviously I have the Warriors just destroying the Lakers on Wednesday night. <laughs> for sure. Uh, I, th- I think the thing about the Spurs... And the Grizzlies, the Spurs, like you said, they're a veteran team, but they do have some y- great young pieces like Keldon Johnson and DeJounte Murray and even Jakob Pertl. So it's, I think they match up pretty well against the Grizzlies. And the Grizzlies don't have someone that can lock down like multiple key offensive players. And the Spurs just having Pop as their coach, they're going to find a way to game plan through the game and I think that they'll win this and I think they're actually a sleeper to maybe steal a game if they were to win the eight seed like I think if assuming the Warriors beat the Lakers I think the Spurs might be able to pull off some crazy stuff and beat the Lakers in that uh, loser winner game but Alec what do you think about the Spurs matchup against the Grizzlies uh, firstly, I think what Sahir said about Greg Park Popovich is absolutely true. I mean, like, he has, like, 30 years of playoff experience. All right, so that, that's definitely going to come in. Uh, and also what I said about the Hornets, said they're a young team, and, you know, you, you just have to hope that their age doesn't show, show like, how it did uh, uh, when they played the Wizards. And it's same thing goes for the Grizzlies, because they're, they're even younger of a team. And they've had some times this season where, you know, they have a lead and then in the fourth quarter it just goes away. And I I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, and, again, I think I think 
well, also what Sahir says, the Spurs match up pretty well, so I have the Spurs to beat the Grizzlies. And then for the for the Lakers and Warriors, uh, I know there's a lot of Warriors fans uh, listening to this podcast, including Sahir and Shayas, but uh, realistically, I think Lakers wiping the Warriors. Uh, what, 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 did, what did you say? What did, what did you just oh, say? Yeah, you heard me. Nah, you nah, heard me. That, that, you heard that's me. too disrespectful to the scoring champion. Three-time three championship winner. How many does Russ have, by the way? Hey, LeBron has four. <laughs> how many, does, how many championships four. does Russ have? How? Soon to be one. Bro, LeBron, he has one from the bubble. That doesn't count. He has two. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> he has one where Draymond didn't play one of those games in 2016. So he technically only has two rings. That I count. Also, also for the Heat one, um, what's the guy called? Uh, Ray right, Allen. Yeah. He bailed him out. Yeah, he bailed him out. All right, all right. And then you're you're gonna say Kyrie saves LeBron, right? For that three-one. No, that's because Draymond didn't play. And yeah, he was scared. He was scared. The right. the the NBA had to save LeBron. He would have been locked up. <laughs> all right. But I think. Like, you're right. It is pretty unrealistic for the Warriors to win. I'm just very optimistic from a Warriors standpoint. The last two games that the Warriors have played against the Lakers, they are absolutely blown out. One in, Chase, one in, uh, Staples. But in the beginning of the season, the Warriors beat the Lakers by two. And LeBron and AD both played over 37 minutes. Guess how many points LeBron had? He had 19 points. AD had, like, 17 so I think our defense. Another point, yeah. The point is, like, if you look at the Warriors in the beginning of the season, then the end, they've just evolved so much. And the last time we played the Lakers, we definitely, um, chemistry-wise, and just like flow the game, uh, we were not the same team that we are now. And look at the past month, like we've won like I, I don't know what it is, like eight out of the last ten games, maybe nine out of the last ten games. And like polar opposite, the Lakers, the Lakers started off the season just coasting, uh, winning games easily. But now, they're two superstars out for like, um, for like at least twenty games each. Um, also overlapping, and Dennis Schroeder also missing games. Um, they're just like they haven't really played together. So I mean, uh, Warriors, uh, Warriors have a pretty good chance actually. Yeah, and I, I actually have a question for you guys because uh, yeah. you guys obviously watch more Warriors games than me. Uh, for the matchups, which I assume would be like probably Draymond on AD, Wiggins on LeBron. Yeah. Do you, do you guys you think you guys can match up well enough to slow them down enough, like what you guys did earlier this season? Maybe not on the defensive end, but who's guarding Curry? Who's guarding Curry? I don't. Maybe like Wes Matthews. No, nah. no, nah, Wes, Wes Matthews is not very a much better defender this season than last. Wes, Wes Matthews like is really... not is not stopping the scoring champ. I just hope you yeah. know that. Curry. I think our best. I think the best chance is probably like Schroeder because he's been re- actually pretty good defensively compared to last year. Normally he's not that good of a defender. Wait, wait, so here, who, I mean, who, so who is the though. who is the second best player in the NBA other than Julius Randle? Who is this here? He's Curry, obviously. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No other, no other person that even yeah. comes close to Julius. Le- LeBron's like number four on the list, bro. All right. <laughs> so, Alec, you're wrong. Lakers gonna have the. Actually, let's think about that. If they get eliminated in this tournament, how embarrassing is that? Like you, for LeBron, for the Lakers, they'll say like, "Oh, we were injured this season." They'll have some excuse, but like that's yeah, gonna be sure. on the LeBron uh, MJ debate. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those uh, people who are always hating on LeBron calling these championships like Mickey Mouse championships, you know they're going to bring that out, right? You know they're going to bring it up that he couldn't even make the playoffs with, like, I, I guess when he was healthy. Uh, for part of, yeah, that's definitely going to be on the debate, and I think that would discredit a lot of what LeBron has done. ESPN's title is going to be like, does LeBron actually deserve to be a Hall of Famer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so we have the tournament, like I mentioned earlier, until 21st. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, after we have all the matchups, playoff matchups set. We have some of them right now, but we'll wait to have them all set to then talk about them. So we'll be back next week. Peace.